highlights. We are back. We're two back. Of the podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Season two of the podcast. You guys have been with us for a while, been rolling with us for a while. You remember we started this last season around uh, September. So season two of the podcast, season 2018, 2018 season that we're about to be start talking about tonight. My man, D.C. Yes, sir. Hey, not a whole ready lot, to get this man. Thing going. excited about uh, getting this uh, football season started. It's right around the corner, and we've uh, had an opportunity to go and check out some of these camps throughout the off season and found some, some kids out there that definitely need to be recognized. I'm I'm ready. Football's right around the corner, man. I think this has been our most active uh quote unquote off season uh yet. As it should be. You know, each year should be very active for us, but 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 the twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen off season has been very active for us. Uh we had uh I mean Josh Kelly joined the joined the team. And of course, Jake Clover is always uh, part of the team. Josh Kelly is going to be covering that Wilson County area for us. And, uh, and, and, you, and for those of you that know Jake Clover, Jake Clover covers our Metro schools for us. So uh, y'all see what's up to them? Follow them on Twitter. Follow them on uh, I think both of them on Instagram, right? Yeah, both of them on Instagram. Follow them on Instagram. We'll worry about the address later. And of course, uh, follow us. You can you can log into the website uh, www d1highlights.net follow us on twitter at d1highlights or on instagram at d1highlights underscore 10 what's been going on dc what's okay. hey starting good just real quick as you mentioned uh josh and jay um are well their twitter handle for y'all that are out there listening as evan mentioned uh josh will be covering uh wilson county on twitter Give him a follow. His uh, Twitter handle is at RN underscore JK808. Again, that's at RN underscore JK808. He's a big UT fan, as as I am myself. So make sure you give him a follow. And then also our guy, Jay, uh, Jay Carver, um, who – probably covering a lot of uh, the Metro teams as he's an alma mater of uh, White's Creek Cobras out there in Metro Nashville. Give him a follow as well. And his Twitter handle is at jprince30. And, again, that's at jprince30. Give him a follow as well. He's a Jay is a Florida State fan. Florida State fan, I believe. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah we'll see. Something not, something <laughs> not worth mentioning, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, give those two guys a follow if you're out there listening, man. And uh, you know, we're just again trying to continue to make this thing grow. Going into another season, we got two great contributors uh, that's going to be helping the team out there. They're practically like family, so continue to follow them and follow us when we go into this twenty. 18 season. I mean, it's it's literally right around the corner, and uh, this was like my favorite month ever outside of like September for my birthday, because <laughs> after the month of July, we've got football, whether it be high school, college, pro, for the next few months. I mean, we got football going on uh, literally every week moving forward up until uh, February, obviously. 
uh, into the Super Bowl. Rich, do you know where the Super Bowl is in uh, 2019 or next year or this football season, I guess? I do. I do. I've been waiting for this for a long time. This is the uh, 20th anniversary of uh, the Atlanta Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet. I bet. And I bet some of these young kids. I bet some of these young kids don't know the significance of that. Well, let, let me you. let me fill them in if I could. Yeah, if I could, let me fill them in real quick. So, twenty twenty years to the date in February, Steve McNair. Well, maybe not to the date. <laughs> maybe Sorry. not to the date. But uh, that was the last Eddie, time. Eddie George. Sorry. Yes, sir. Kevin Dyson. Yeah. What up, uh, K Dice? I know he's usually out there listening to us and checking us out too. But uh, 20 years to the date, taking take a few days here and there away, was the last time the Titans were in the Super Bowl. And where were they in the Super Bowl at 20 years ago, Evan? ATL. So I'm just saying if history, which usually repeats itself, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but if history repeats itself uh, in a positive light for the Titans, we may be down in Atlanta in February representing the AFC. I'm just saying. I think we will. I think we will. You remember in 1999, you had the Titans peaking. You had the Jaguars peaking, as they are now as well. You had um, a brand-new uniform unveil like we did this year. And yep. you have the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Just yep. saying, it's. I mean, coincidence? I don't think so. I think. I, I think. I think <laughs> the Titans are going to be in Atlanta, and I think we're going to have to be down there with them. I don't care if my you know, son is. Not, I don't care if my son's birthday is on that day or not. He he he, he can come with me. <laughs> it is not far fetched, Evan, that we could be representing the AFC down there, and, I, and you know, if, if this would have been three or four years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, if I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but it's really not far-fetched. I mean, we got a round one win this past season. Um, got beat to the Patriots up there in Foxborough. However, you know, all great dynasties and teams come to an end, and we got They're done. a brand-new yeah. brand coaching staff. Yeah. Yeah. Brand-new coaching staff, so it's going to be interesting to to see with this football season uh, how it how it ends up. And like you said, Jacksonville is scary. I remember Jacksonville for a long time was a, a team that we kind of knew when we played them. It was a definite W. But now Jacksonville is a whole other squad now with Fournette, um, Nashville's very own Jay Ramsey, uh, arguably the top, the best. Uh, defensive back, cornerback in the league, shutting down one whole side of the field. So, you know, I'm excited about it. Football season right around the corner. I do have my uh, hotel reservations. I know me uh, and Jay and some of the other squad have already got a reservation down there in the event our boys go. And even if our boys don't go, I think we're still going. I ain't got enough money to go to the game, but we're going to be down. We're going to be <laughs> down there in the <laughs> Okay. Yeah, man. Yes, Football yes. season right in the corner, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, man. So I think, so I think we got these people excited about about what's on our uh, agenda tonight. So of course, of course, you know the thing that we've been tweeting out, the thing we've been putting out for the past week or two weeks is uh, we're gonna go over our top ten list tonight. We're gonna start our top ten preseason list for 2019. 
2018, all right? So tonight, tonight we're going to talk about the running backs, you see. And uh, me, you, and the boys already been kind of talking about this. <clears throat> Had some interesting <laughs> conversations about it. Hey, let y'all know we do it for y'all, all right? So we don't just, so we don't just uh, put together a list of the top ten uh, running backs that we think is going to be whatever, whatever, or just done this or that and put it out online and say, okay, y'all go look at it. We want y'all to hear the process. So we're going to go through the process tonight. We're going to go over some uh, up-and-coming backs that that very that very easily could have made our top ten list, but for one reason or another, we got them in the up-and-coming category. And we'll just have to see. I mean, you know, good thing, the good thing about uh, media and news media is that we're not always right, you know. So y'all take this list with a grain of salt. But we put a lot of thought into it. If you're not on this list, or if you're an up-and-comer, or you think you deserve to be higher on the list, uh, go out and prove us wrong. Shoot, we love to uh, hear y'all say, hey, about game six through the midseason, say, come check me out. I'm about to uh, pass number four on the list. You know, or whatever, you know. Just, you know, sure, <laughs> what you got. This is just what we think. This is what we think based off of our knowledge, of who we've seen play. And, you know, right now it's four of us. So me, DCJ, and Josh, and we've all four seen at any given time different people play, right? And, uh, you know, so we all got different opinions on different backs and different ideas of what a team may or may not be in 2018, but that's why we call it the preseason list. It's not set in stone. Yes. Um, and it's funny you say that, Evan. Um, you know, for I, I know you were talking earlier when we were texting each other. Uh, coming up with a list about maybe sending that text out that we were all discussing. Let me, <laughs> let me first let me let me first say this. You, as you mentioned, it's only four of us, so and we try our best to get out to as many practices, games, camps, combines as much as we can. And, and all four of us still work, you know, full time jobs, have families and kids and stuff like that. So we try our best to get out as much as we can. I feel like we do a pretty good job of doing that across the state of Tennessee, in Kentucky, Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, you know, our, our surrounding states, but definitely middle Tennessee to east and west. And saying that, as Evan mentioned, if your name's not on the list, uh, please do not take it personal. It's nothing against you um, or your team. It's just these are the young men that we have seen that we put our D1 highlight stamp on and saying this, you know, he is a good ball player. You know, he's going to contribute to his team this fall. And again, you know, please don't take it personal. If, as Evan mentioned again, if it, if if your name is not on the list, you feel like you should be higher, shoot us a DM. We're very active on that. Um, generally, if you, you know, you DM us, Either myself or Evan, one of us will reply back to you, and we want you to prove us wrong. You know, we are we are media. We do make mistakes, but we try our best to come uh, every day and give you guys uh, the best hospital football coverage that we can give you. Um, and again, just you know, taking care of the, the positive coaches and young men out there playing um, across this great state. So it's gonna be fun. We got we got yeah. we got a nice list. And, that that uh, yeah. we're going Big back list. and forth for about a good hour. We're going back and forth. Uh, well, oh, over the least. past few yeah. days, but over the past few days, 
Yeah. And then yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it really it really boiled down to the last hour. Uh, you know, I tweeted out this uh, this um, this debate is getting real interesting. So I mean, we've been going at it the past few days, and we boiled down to the last hour. And you know, if we decide to send, <laughs> if we decide to send that text message out. Uh, it'll be funny because y'all can look at it and be like, man, these guys are fighting on here for real. <laughs> <laughs> so that but it was all, but it was all in sense. fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This is fun for us. You know, hopefully one day this will be 100% full time. But with that being said, you know, we tweeted out last week. Uh, this ain't based off of your stars. You know, if it was based off that, then again, we just put the list out and put it out online and let y'all look at it. All right, uh, it's not based off of. Uh, uh, what anyone else has said. Uh, they, I mean, I say that to say this. Ain't no hometown heroes, okay? So, I mean, everyone's got a hometown hero. You know, Joe Schmo out in Littleville, you know, maybe the biggest thing out there, best running back, everybody, you know, my all my, you know, best running back mom has ever seen, right? But it's not based right. off that. It's based off of, it's based off what we've seen, what we know, what we've heard uh, from last season. Also, it's based off of, it's based off a little bit on uh, the preseason, DC. So we've been out to some spring practices. We've been out talking yeah. to coaches at at the coach forum, uh, also at the Tennessee Titans coaching forum. Uh, we've been to camps, elite three camps, on top athletics camp. Uh, been to a couple NPA camps. Um, been been a little bit everywhere. CBA, so, you know, CBA camp. Yeah, been there. Uh, you know, watch some film from last year. Um, so it's based on it's based on an array of things, uh, and it's all preseason. There's, so there's a little bit of speculation in there. You know, just because you put up five thousand yards last year doesn't mean you're gonna put up five thousand yards this year. You know, did did your interior offensive lineman graduate? That's a you know that's a, that's a big part to do with it. So um, yeah, we're gonna get into that in a little bit. DC, I know you want to talk a little bit about. Uh, Couple things on the on the list we got here: WCS Media Day being one. Uh, we'll also talk a little bit about the Coach Forum put on by the National Coaching Coalition that we attended. Um, and other than that, you know, just we'll get over here and talk high school football like we always do. Yeah, um, we had a. It's been fun. This off season has been great, um, and we can jump right on in if we want to. I guess we could start with maybe yep. uh, the coach, the coaches. Coalition Clinic, um, and that was uh, about two weeks ago um, at yep, the Nashville yep. at the Nashville Convention Center. Great, great turnout. Um, there were several speakers there that uh, showed up. Um, there was, I believe, the final number that I, that I had heard between media uh, and coaches. And again, it was all coaches. It just wasn't. Um, football coaches. That's what made it a beautiful thing. You know, you had different dynamics coming in there. You had uh, ladies soccer coach or high school football coach and you had some college coaches out there. You had lacrosse out there. Obviously, you know, basketball coaches were out there. Baseball coaches were out there. And uh, really good time. Um, Nashville Coaches Coalition did a great job. Great job uh, putting it on at the convention center. That was actually my first time stepping foot in there um, as a taxpayer. I've been I've been paying for it the past few years, but my my first time actually <laughs> uh, stepping foot in there and 
really good time, really good turnout. Uh, had an opportunity uh, to listen to several speakers. You know, R.A. Dickey um, was there as well. He was actually another um, local Nashville guy as well, too, that went on to play uh, in the Major League Baseball for, for years and had a great, great career there. Um, we had uh, several other speakers there that just uh, really did a really good job and had an opportunity just to kind of speak to us and, and talk to us just about life and how how things were going. One of my favorite uh, people that didn't speak, but he uh, pretty much uh, brought out another speaker, Rudy Kalis. And if you happen to follow us on Instagram, you know, Rudy Kalis is a, is a man that I happen to look up to. He's one of the reasons that I got into sports journalism um, as a young man growing up on Channel 4 at 10 o'clock and 6 o'clock watching the news and uh, just kind of seeing him and seeing how he carried himself I thought was really, really cool. Um, Conzo Martin. Conzo Martin, who is uh, used to be the old University of Tennessee coach uh, and then left uh, UT, went out to the West Coast, and then now is back in the SEC again at the University of Missouri. And uh, one of the things that he spoke about that I enjoyed was uh, to his team play, to his uh, young man that he coaches every day, is giving you everything you have until you reach the finish line. And uh, that, that stuck with me um, and something that I'm going to use moving forward with my life and with my family and nephew and the young men that I happen to talk to on a consistent basis. And then uh, who else was out there, Evan? I feel like I'm missing, missing someone as well. I said R.A. Dickey was out there. Yeah, it's uh, part of um, these people. You know, uh, you, you, know, Inky you went and Inky, yeah, yeah, Inky. Yeah, Inky Johnson was out there as well. And, you know, I've, I've had an opportunity uh, to listen to him live twice. And both times, his his story is inspirational. And for y'all that, that are out there listening, Inky Johnson um, is, by way, is from Atlanta, came up here and played football at UT um, his story again is amazing I mean the last under three minutes left in the fourth quarter his life changed against the Air Force and uh, if you're out there listening definitely Google him follow his, follow him on Instagram listen to his story listen, follow him on Twitter great great story great, inspir- great inspiration someone to definitely listen to if you think you're having a bad day and Life's not going good for you. Listen to Inky Johnson. He'll, he'll turn it all around for you. Just when you think you're having a bad day, it's not bad. Listen to Inky. He'll, he'll fix it for you real quick. But uh, other than that, it was a good time there. It was, it was fun. It was fun. And a few, again, there are a few other speakers out there that showed up. But those are the three that I really, really enjoyed. And it was uh, fun listening to. And, again, that Nashville Coalition did a great job, A-plus, uh, getting everybody there and a great, great turnout. Yeah, thank you. Uh, big thank you out to uh, Scott Heron and the National Coaches Coalition. Thank you for uh, having us as a vendor out there. Uh, we got to set up our booth and uh, put up a big video screen, showed them some of our interviews and some of our uh, magazine covers that we've done in the past and just our overall media perspective as, a, as, as to how D1 Highlights covers um, high school football. Got to meet a lot of new people. So, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that was fun, absolutely. Let's see here. And then what else do we have uh, going on? So we, we discussed some of the camps we've been to and uh, been great seeing a lot of the young men over the summer. 
getting geared up, getting ready for this upcoming football season. Uh, so we have the National Coach, Coaches Coalition, some of the camps that happened. Uh, what else we have? Oh, just last week, uh, Media Day, Williamson County Media Day. Um, our guy, Dr. Dr. Qualls out there at uh, Williamson County, puts on his annual Media Day and, and does a great job. Uh, we need to talk to him about doing that out here in Wilson County and get some of these you know, friendships, Mount Juliet, Wilson Central, Lebanon's and Watertown together and do a media day. But uh, the one that uh, Qualls did out there in Williamson County, uh, we thank, uh, what was that, Centennial High School for, for allowing us to come there and have a good time and talk to some of the young men there and some of the coaches there. And it was a good time. I, I, it was myself, Evan, and uh, – Josh showed up for it and uh, had some really good questions and talking to some of the coaches out there. Did you did you happen to have any takeaways from that, Evan? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, as a matter of fact, uh, that that media day, and like I said, we appreciate them doing that every year, uh, Williamson County Sports Conference. Uh, it's going to be the basis of a couple of articles that we're going to put not only in our magazine, uh, but also in – uh, Brentwood Lifestyle Magazine and Franklin Lifestyle Magazine. The editors of those magazines reached out to us, asked us to write uh, a little bit of a high school football piece on the Williamson County Schools coming up for the 2018 season. So uh, we learned a lot of good things. I uh, got to talk to a lot of the players, or a lot of the players that the coaches brought anyway. They only bring four to five players each. Um, but, yeah, uh, you guys check out the video footage um, of that on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash D1 Highlights. We tweeted a few of those out. I may tweet out a couple more uh, before the end of the night here, so you guys can look at that as well. Uh, but, yeah, that's always a fun event. It's always, you know, it's always fun, you know, being able to get up and close and personal with the coaches without having to interrupt practice or interrupt uh, weight training or interrupt anything else that they're doing. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I you. Appreciate that. Uh, third year doing that. First year was at Nolensville High School, uh, and then the last two years have been at Centennial High School uh, in the gym, or no, excuse me, in the uh, auditorium, thank God. Uh, very smart move, moving that to uh, indoor facilities. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was fun stuff. That was fun stuff, man. We like doing it. We like doing mm-hmm. it. One of the things I took away from that, Evan, um, from that media day, um, well, I had several things I took away from it, but just talking about a few of them real quick. Had a chance to catch up with uh, Page High School's head coach, uh, Coach Charles, out there, and we had a chance <laughs> to ask him. Um, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that question, but uh, <laughs> oh, oh, we had okay. a chance to ask him. <laughs> we had a chance to ask him about the difference uh, jumping into 5A last year. He just said oh, that yeah. it was definitely challenging. Uh, for for the Patriots, um, one of the biggest things that he noticed was the depth of jumping into the 5A uh, classification of TWSAA. And, um, you know, how he said the depth and how he's working on uh, this season. Like, obviously, you know, you always want to condition your team and have them prepared um, as, he, as he has done over the years. But that depth was something that was a bit uh, challenging jumping into 5A. Um Let's see here. One of the other uh, bits of news from there out at Fairview, um, they went 9-4 and four last year. And um, obviously they, they lose to Darius James, who graduated and moved on. Um, 
one of the biggest bits of news from Fairview, the Jackets out there, is Husk, um, who was their quarterback, um, is now moving to the ride receiver position um, and allowing uh, Brock Harris uh, to come in and run the quarterback position. And did not know that until the media day. That's why, again, we love this media day because it gives us some really cool information. But evidently, uh, Cam uh, Huss um, wants to play wide receiver. And, and according to coach uh, Chris Hughes, he came to him and said, hey, you know, I'm wanting to get to the next level. Um, and for me, getting to the next level, I don't think it's quarterback. And you know, just touching on that, Evan, that shows a lot about a young man's character and saying, you know, hey, I'm okay switching positions. I feel like I'll be better at this wide receiver position opposed to playing quarterback, especially if I'm wanting to play at the next day, the next day, the next level. Um, and, and as Coach Hughes said, um, Husk has been making some of those ridiculous um, Odell Beckham Jr. catches out there at the wide receiver position. Uh, him and uh, uh, Brock Harris seem to be uh, on the same page, and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing Fairview uh, this fall and kind of checking out them and seeing what, what they've got uh, up their sleeve. I think they're going to really shock a lot of teams. And I can't remember, Evan, it, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, where Brock Harris came from. It was a, a I can't remember where it was from, but he he's actually played with us back when they were younger uh, in the Pee Wee League. So they, they obviously already know each other and have a good relationship. And um, again, I'm looking forward to watching Fairview uh, over over this next few uh, next few months and see what they do. Uh, yeah, it was, lastly, it was somewhere out there. couldn't remember the exact school that he came from but they like I said they played together when they were when they were younger mm-hmm. and now here they are at the high school level playing um and lastly yeah. uh independence um when I got out of them uh independence they will be having a dual uh well they will have both quarterbacks uh playing uh this fall out there with the addition of Mr. Ethan Cash um, they'll both be uh, playing uh, two quarterbacks this season going into the fall, and that's uh, that's pretty much pretty much what I got. Other than that, oh, and lastly, uh, the coaches mentioned and we tweeted out uh, that day of not being fans of three games in August. Um, we all know that July is pretty warm. So if July is pretty warm, August is an inferno. And uh, a lot of these schools have three games in August, and uh, the coaches definitely um, are not fans of that. And it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out and how these young men condition themselves over the next few weeks when it's time to play a little football uh, in August. Yeah, so That's pretty much it. It was a good yeah. time. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, uh, speaking on the Indy two-quarterback situation, Indy's going to need about two of everything uh, come this first game uh, in August uh, going up against Oakland again. You know, or, or, you know what was that game at last year? Uh, at Indy, Oakland came in and uh, handed it to them. So, uh, Indy better gear up. Uh, Indy better gear up. 
big time for this first uh, for this first game against Oakland because Oakland ain't playing again this year. Uh, I think they're on a mission. They're tired of getting knocked out every year by Maribel. Um, <laughs> and real quick, and real quick, we just posted uh, earlier today um, an article on the website. Uh, the other thing that we got out of the WCS media day was the uh, mention or the reminder that first senior class of the Ravenwood Nolensville split. Okay, so I remember two ah. years ago, two years ago, got a brand new Nolensville High School, a very big blessing to the Williamson County school system, but it split up that Nolensville, uh, Ravenwood, or split up that Ravenwood senior class for this year. This is going to be that first year. Uh, so this is going to be Nolensville's first year uh, with the senior class. So you got Mr. Wharton out there, uh, quarterback, Mr. Dooley, a running back. Um, since then, you know, you know, Jack Williams. Or at the, Jack Williams, yeah. At the time, at the time, Nolensville took away Coach Hester. You know, Coach Hester just came off of a, a state championship run. And next thing you know, he announced he's going out to Nolensville, a new school, and everybody's like, whoa, you know. So, uh, but since then, uh, we've got uh, Mr. Paul Derrick out there taking over the reins since uh, Hester has jumped ship down to Alabama. Um, so, this year, I mean, read the article. I just tweeted it out. Uh, pretty much talks about the expectations of both of these teams was pretty low for a couple of years, you know, given the fact that, okay, Raven was getting split up, first of all. Uh, their state championship winning coach is leaving. Uh, quite a few of their players are having to go over to Nolensville. Uh, and then Nolensville being in the same boat, being in that new school, uh, that new school curse of, of bad years, which somebody can tell you about. But both of these schools kind of rose up. You know, last year, first year under Matt Daniels, Ravenwood wins 6 6 uh, regional title. Uh, and Nolensville jumps into the playoffs in 4A uh, and gives that 4A. Uh, bracket or run for its money, uh, eventually getting put out by 4A foe Maplewood. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, y'all check out that article. And uh, we're about to get into these. Uh, you, uh, DC, you ready to get into these running backs? I'm already, I'm ready. I'm, uh, I know who our number 10 is. I'm getting him queued up as we speak, getting it typed right. up. Let's see, I'm. First, last name coming in at number 10, top backs out of Middle Tennessee. All right, Evan, it's on you whenever you're ready. I'm, I'm ready to tweet them out whenever you are. All right, so you go ahead and hit the tweet button. Uh, so, And I'm, and I'm just going to preface everybody who may have just joined it. Okay, so again, this is our, this is our top 10 preseason running backs for 2018. This is based a little bit off of – actually, it's based a lot off of last year, your performance last year. It's based off a little bit of speculation as to what we think the team is going to be this year, uh, what the running back is going to be this year, the situation that they're stepping into, did they have another back with them that put up a bunch of yards who's, who's left, uh, or did, it, you know, did they have a top-notch quarterback with them that's left, uh, did they have a great 7-on-7 season, uh, you know, all those things kind of rolled into one, we speculated. We, uh, we 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 texted each other about it, uh, and this is what we came up with. So you just sent it out, right? All right, number ten. Yep. Mr. Eli Woodard. Woodard. Eli. That's my man. So this was so 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 Eli was one of the picks that I fought for hard, hard and gritty for. Hey, uh, I think I, I think out of all of us, I've seen Eli play the most, right? Um, I've seen him. I've seen him down against Fayetteville. 
I seen him against uh, uh, somebody, another team, I can't remember the name. Seen him in the state championship game, watched him all throughout the playoffs. And I know that Eli's the heart and soul of that Cornersville football team down there uh, going into his senior year. Uh, not tall in stature, but when that man's on the field, you feel the energy. You feel uh, you feel his presence and the fact that, you know, he's like a bowling ball. I mean, he, he will run you over with that rock. Uh, and, you know, just you know, just knowing that he went out hurt in that state championship game was hard. It's, it's hard for me to take. You know, I mean, Greenback. You know, they you know they were tired of getting put out. You know, so they what they had been what two years in a row, and this was their third year. They had mm-hmm. to win it. Yeah, we knew that they weren't going home empty. But if Eli Woodard had been in that game uh, the whole time, I know that for a fact it would have at least been a more competitive game. Uh, so numbers for last year for Eli weren't huge. Uh, they split. They did a lot. Uh, he split time with a lot of other backs down there. But like I said, Eli's the hard soul of that team. Uh, rushing yards last year, 1,442. Uh, average rush per, uh, or average yards per rush, 8.4 on 171 carries. Uh, so again, that's from last year. I'm looking into this year. Uh, we went down and checked out Cornersville for spring practice. I got a feeling that uh, Coach Randolph and the squad down there are going to have Eli um, in mid-season form come the first couple weeks of the year, and I look forward to them winning another regional title. You know, I, uh, you know, I, I was one of the ones, um, as Evan mentioned, that he was fighting for Eli on because we, we had a very strong 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 um, that we're going to talk about that's going to be in our up and coming later on in the show. But um, after Evan was talking about them, and, you know, again, as we mentioned earlier, we talk about the eye test, um, but with pads on, not the eye test in T-shirt and shorts. And, um I didn't get a chance to see Eli. I've, I've seen his huddle. Um, I did see him before he got hurt in the state championship game. And the bits and pieces that I did see before he got hurt, he looked really good. Uh, very impressed with him. I uh, want to congratulate him. It looks like at this point right now, Evan, um, that he is holding uh, two offers. It looks like he was offered uh, May 30th to Birmingham Southern. Uh, and that was back in May and then also holds an offer from Graceland uh, University as well, too. Um, and for our listeners out there, um, and it looks like we got, as of now, I'm looking at our map, we've got people from all over the southeast tuned into us right now. Now we've got somebody in California listening to us, probably our, our, our guy out there from uh, East Nashville um, is out there as well. But anyway, for our listeners out there listening to us across the country right now, definitely check out this young man. Um, Eli Woodard out of Cornersville High School, um, definitely going to be one that will be uh, someone to pay the price of admission for later on uh, this fall. All right, number 10, congrats, Eli. All right, I'll let, I'll, I'll let you do number nine. Number nine, this was your uh, – this, 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 this is the one you were pulling teeth for. And then, I, you know, I got some talking points that I'll, that I'll uh, add to this. Yeah, so you go ahead. All right, well, I'm getting I'm getting them queued up right now. Is right. our number our number nine uh, top running back out of Middle Tennessee? And this one, as as Evan mentioned, we went back and forth. Uh, 
I believe that 9 through 15 for us, and we had to chop it down to 10, that 9 through 15 for us was was, uh, was, a, was a great debate, was a great conversation, <laughs> to say the least. But uh, right. number 9, six, uh, yep. go ahead, right. I'm sorry. No, I was about to say 6, 7, 8, and 9 was, was a big debate. You know, you get, you get into the last half of the, you know, people that, you know, you know, you know, you know, got potential. Maybe not in the starting position from the get go last year. Kind of maybe set in the road. You're like, okay, are they going to do something this year or not? So, like I said, you know, there's some speculation to this. But go ahead. All right, I'm going to queue it up before I before I send this tweet out. I don't you just love social media and and uh, and our our podcast? It's just it's just the best thing ever. Yeah, I like awesome. I like to have the suspense. I like to have the suspense there as well too. <laughs> All right, the number the number uh, ten again, Eli Woodard, coming out of Cornersville. Be on the lookout for him. Number nine, um, he has taken his talents. Um, he has left Page High School, and um, I'm I'm a big fan of this young man. I had an opportunity to see him play up close and personal a few times last year. Um, he is taking his talents. Uh, from Page High School, class of 2020, taking his talents now to uh, Spring Hill High School, uh, Mr. Don Babyface Assassin Johnson. You can uh, – they, they call him Bubba, but I, I like to call him Babyface Assassin. And uh, I had an opportunity to go watch uh, Bubba play a few times last year. And I tell you what, the young man has got, has got talent. Um, again, coaches, y'all are out there listening to us right now. Uh, you might want to uh, check on this young man. He's um, he's the real deal. A little short in stature, but you have to remember again, uh, Babyface Assassin, uh, Bubba Johnson is a 2020 kid, so he's still growing a bit, um, but had a great year, freshman and sophomore uh, years were ones for the record books. Um, just real quick. Um, if you happen to be out there again listening to us, uh, check him out. You can find him at Duck Johnson Six. Okay. Um, and speaking of that, you check him out. Let's just talk about his numbers. Uh, freshman year, he was all region, uh, region four, four A, second team. Um, he had a little over twelve hundred yards, fourteen touchdowns. Uh, his sophomore year, uh, which which was last year, twenty seventeen. He was all region five five A first team. Um, he had uh, he was uh, player of the week two times. He was gateway tire player of the week uh, once. He had over fourteen hundred rushing yards and fourteen touchdowns. What I like about Bubba Evan is um, he can he can he can go between the tackles. And he can also bounce it outside too. And um, and I'm just gonna be honest with you. You know you generally. You know, you don't see too many short uh, backs. Um, and again, just being completely honest, he's Bubba. Bubba is a is a is a is a beast. I like him through the tackles, bouncing it outside. Um, he's one that you can give the ball to and wear down a, a defense, um, letting him pound the rock in between the tackles right there. Great out of the backfield. Great hands. Um, dangerous and open space, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, another year of him and seeing him continue to grow, seeing him to continue to develop. Uh, my only question 
about Bubba, and it's not on Bubba, it's just how they will use him uh, at Spring Hill. Obviously, uh, Dante 2K is gone. Uh, Dante has a little brother coming up through the ranks um, as well, but uh, obviously Dante 2K is gone, and Bubba is coming in to fill that position uh, at Spring Hill. And uh, I'm just wondering how the coaches are going to use him uh, and just kind of see what, what happens. But if anything um, is like his freshman and sophomore year, his junior year is going to be bananas. So be able to look out for, for Don Babyface Johnson. That's what I'm talking He's about. That's coming what I'm talking in about. at yeah. our number nine. Number nine. So I'll tell you what, yeah, that's, you know, you know that was my only concern with, uh, you know, some of the guys that have transferred, you know, we, we, we had a lot of running backs transfer this offseason. And, you know, I wonder, okay, how, how will they fit into the new system that they're going to play for, you know, and then you got you also got to consider, okay, you know, how long does it take for someone to jail with, you know, their new teammates, you know, or, or how, or how long does it take uh, for them to get used to the playbook and the system and so on and so forth. You know, so I mean, I mean, raw talent takes you so far, right? Uh, but then at a certain point, you know, you get you get late in the season, you know, your body starts to wear on you, and you know, just your know, injuries pop in. You know, you got to rely heavily on your team. You know, not that you don't have to at the beginning of the year, but uh, you know, you know, beginning of the year, everyone's healthy and no one's hurt, no one's banged up, and you know, all that to say that your raw talent really comes into a, in, 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 into play at the end of the season. So. Uh, we're looking to see uh, how these guys start off, all the ones that have transferred. Uh, Babyface Assassin being one of those down here at Spring Hill. We have to stop in and see them play a few games this year. Uh, number nine guy. All right, number nine. Uh, number eight. All right, let me uh, – I'm just getting everything queued up here. I'm still working right, on – you get it queued up. You get it queued I'm, up on social media. I'm going to go ahead and start. Uh, are you are – you, are you got Bubba out already? I am working on him now. I'm almost about 30 seconds away. You're slow typing. Having I am. Everything. I am. All right. <laughs> let me see. Let, well, me, let, me, what, let keep... me tweet him out real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll keep talking while you're doing that. Uh, and so did we mention this in the beginning of the show? This is mid-state. All right. So before, before we get any tweets, mid-state. This is mid-state. This is, this is where we hang our hat. This is where we know what it's most about. Uh, this is where, honestly, I say most of your top backs uh, lay their hat. Uh, I mean, with the exception, you got uh, Eric Gray out there at Los Uh You got the guy that Jay was talking about up there in, I don't know what city that was, Tiptonville? Is that it? Is that even in Tennessee? <laughs> You're talking about uh, Desmond Johnson. Desmond, jo- Desmond, Desmond Johnson, Johnson, West Tennessee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he looks like he's a real deal, but you know, again, we're talking, we're talking mistake. Josh, Josh threw that out there. I was like, Josh, where the heck is Tiptonville? And he's like, Desmond, you remember Desmond? I was like, okay, yeah, 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 mistake. <laughs> so, yeah, this is top, this is top ten, this is top ten mistake. Like I said, as far as I'm concerned, uh, honestly, just from what we've seen, mistake I think has the top backs overall. You know, you got Eric Gray out there. You know, with the you know exception to the rule. But I think, you know, looking at this list that we compiled, you know, and we just kept coming up with more and more and more and more. We're like, oh, my gosh, there's a lot of top backs in the mid-state. Um, we're going to get into uh, – a couple weeks we're going to get into the top QBs list 
um, which is where I think I think I think we lack a little bit. But um, yeah, we'll see. DC, you ready? Yep, I'm getting to. So if you can, real quick, evidence, I'm getting it queued up. Uh, again, let our listeners know about ten and nine, real quick, and I'm getting eight queued up right now. All right, number ten. Number ten was Mr. Eli Wooder out of Cornersville, Cornersville Bulldogs, the state runner of Cornersville Bulldogs, who we believe may possibly have been the state championship Cornersville Bulldogs, uh, with the exception that Eli Wooder went out with an injury that game. Number nine, uh, Babyface Assassin, or Bubba Johnson, better known as Babyface Assassin, if you ask us, uh, coming from Page High School off of his performance last year, all-region performance last year. Uh, taking his talents to the Spring Hill Raiders. Uh, now, I'll tell you another thing about Bubba that I noticed. I, I, without it, Jacob uh, Van Lanningham's uh, commitment party gala slash Medilli thing for him. And and Bubba Bubba has leaned up. I mean, you know, he you know he was kind of like the, I mean, he was the, you know, the bowling ball last year. You know, who came up the middle and was wrecking heads, but. I wouldn't be surprised to see Bubba uh, in the flats next year, you know, doing some damage. Uh, Bubba's leaned up uh, a lot of lot of I mean, he's had a lot of muscle onto himself, and I was like, whoa, look at him, you know. So, uh, you know, you lean up, uh, you flex out, and you, you got a little bit of speed to yourself. So I wouldn't be surprised to see to see Bubba doing some more things out there other than just running up the middle, tearing up them linebackers. All right. I've got a uh... – I've got number eight already queued up. I've actually just tweeted it out. Um, and this was one of uh, Josh's guys, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 out there out there in Gordonsville. You know, Josh is going to be our, our Wilson County guy. And Josh, Josh is very familiar with our number eight uh, top ten running back of the mid-state, uh, Mr. Braxton Gibbons out of Gordonsville. Braxton uh, was in that. Uh, was in that uh, race for uh, most yardage. Through, I want to say DC through the first nine, ten games of the season, uh, on the on, on up until the end, right there, uh, with with guys like Darius Howe, like with guys like uh, uh, Mr. Myers and, and, and Dewan Hewitt. Uh, Braxton Gibbons, I want to say, led the pace for a couple weeks there, um, out there at Goinsville. Uh, uh, Josh tells us that he's a bruiser, uh, bruising back. Uh, we're not familiar with the line situation next year. Uh, if we knew more about, as a matter of fact, did you tweet him, DC? Tweeting him right now. Okay. So uh, I'll tell you what, Mr. Gibbs, if you're listening, you know, give us some intel on what your offensive line looks like this year. And, you know, you tell us your reasons why you think you're better than eight or, or D. You know, hey, let us know. But uh, that's why we got him at eight. Uh, put up, uh, let's pull up his numbers real quick right here, DC. Uh, Mr. Gibbons, Mr. Gibbons put up. Uh, I want to say north of 2,000 yards is what we came up with, right? Uh, 2,300, 2,332 on 338 carries, not 38, <laughs> like I accidentally typed. And Jay, Jay, <laughs> Jay Carver was, was quick on the map to say, uh, wow, that's a high yard per carry uh, there, Evan. I'm like, yeah, I know, okay, because I was a typo. Uh, yeah, Mr. Braxton Gibbons. Uh, number eight right there, uh, and yeah, you know, you know, Josh, you know, Josh, you know, Josh was out for him. Uh, you know, we know he was top stuff uh, when he was putting up big yards uh, last year. Uh, don't know a whole lot about his preseason rituals, uh, but again, only time will tell. This is our preseason list. 
you know, you can't you can't ignore a guy that put up uh, more than two thousand yards and uh, and was getting the attention that he got. So uh, we may have to send Josh out to a Gordonsville game uh, this year, early this year, to see what they're talking about. One of uh, his notes of interest is he had Evan uh, six games last year where he ran for over 200 rushing yards um, out there at Gordonsville. So uh, definitely going to look out for him as well. Um, you know, he's right You know, he's right in, our, in my backyard as I live out here in Mount Juliet. Well, not in my backyard, but, you know, I can get up there to Gordonsville uh, pretty, pretty quick. And, you know, he also – Evan was a Mr. Football uh, semifinalist uh, as well, too, representing uh, that, that 1A uh, classification uh, in TSSAA as well, too. So, uh, big shout out to uh, Braxton Gibbons as well, too. So, looking forward to watching uh, his uh, senior year coming up this fall. So, shout out to him getting that number eight spot. And Josh was very high on him as well, too. Josh was very high on him, thought, thought very highly of him. So I'm looking forward to hoping Josh can get out there again and take a look at him and, and report uh, to our fans here um, about his upcoming season. All right, that was number eight. Where we at? Where we at? Y'all, hey, y'all, y'all chime in. Y'all tell us what you think so far. Uh, let's go let's run down it real quick. Number 10, E.R. Woodard. Number nine, Bubba Johnson, Babyface Sabbath. Uh, number eight, Braxton Gibbons out of Gordonsville, Gordonsville Tigers. Uh, number seven, you need a minute. You got to get queued up. I, I'm get, I am getting there. I am slowly getting there, unfortunately. <laughs> that's, the great thing. that's the great thing about uh, about uh, social media and it being our podcast. We can kind of do our own thing, take our own time there with it. Right here, right here, right here, absolutely. Let's see here. So why are you doing that? So why are you doing that? Yeah, so we got to talk to this young man uh, at at the uh, Williamson County uh, Sports Conference Media Day. Uh, He he was high on my list, uh, literally, because I live right across the street from where he played. I got to see him play a lot. Um, I've seen this young man play since he was – uh, playing for the Spring Hill Coyotes, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So um, to say to say, to say say that, at least I think, I know I know quite a few of us do, I, I do want how I think as well, that, 20, that 2018 may be the season that uh, he really breaks out on the scene. Um, and just based off what he did last year, uh, we think he's going to be uh, our number seven uh, our number seven running back on the list this year with the potential to move up very quickly, I think, uh, based on what our other top six guys do. All right, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to say it. George, go ahead. I'm good to go. George. George. Autumn Way. Autumn Way. Odin Way. George. <laughs> Krieger. Krieger asked him how to pronounce that, what, twice during the media day. And George is, I mean, George, I look like I asked me one more time what my last name is. You know what my last name is. Anyway, George O, yeah. we call him, all right? Number seven on our list for the Summit Spartans under head coach Brian Coleman over there. Here's why we got, or at least here's why I got number uh, George, George O, George Otwego at number seven on our list, DC. 
Uh, first of all, he split time last year uh, with Ty Carter, and that wasn't by any accident. They had a one-two punch out there that was that was serious. All right. Uh, in fact, there was one game where I think both of them guys put up four touchdowns each. Each? Check me. So I just, I mean, each. Each. Yeah, four touchdowns each, 120-plus uh, yards each. Someone, okay, someone's texting me saying I butchered his name. Okay, forget that. Forget you who was texting me that. All right, I got it. George O. Okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, each, D.C. And then uh, towards the last half of the season, uh, Ty, Ty suffered a – an injury, I think it was a lower, a lower lower body injury, and George took over as a sophomore. All right, um, he sent me his numbers here a little bit, but even without looking at his numbers, uh, George, I think, uh, just looking at his preseason, all the time that he spent with uh, Elite Three, uh, all the big things that we saw him do in his uh, seven on seven camps, uh, all the things that uh, we see him do uh, in spring spring workouts, listening to Coach Coleman talk about him uh, and, and how high he is on him. I think uh, George O. Adewegu is going to be uh, one of the top backs for uh, the entire season, if you ask me. Uh, George last year, uh, again, not not knock your socks off numbers, but, but keep in mind, sophomore year, split time with one of the top backs in 2017 in Ty Carter. Okay, 195 carries, you see, uh, 1,435 yards, 14 touchdowns. Uh, they also split them out to the wide opposition, six receptions, 192 yards, and three touchdowns from there. Uh, well, so with that being said, and the fact that they're going to be a running team this year uh, with Ethan Cash uh, crossing the road, I think he's out to prove something this year. I know you spoke very highly of him, and uh, just uh, you know, the, I like his hair. From what I've I like heard, his hair. His hair. <laughs> I, like, I like his hair. He's got big hair. I like his hair. He's got hair like my son. Big hair. I like that. <laughs> we got. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he's also right now he's holding offers from uh, Howard University, and um, just uh, recently, well, in back in June. Um, Bowling Green, Western Kentucky University uh, offered him as well too. So um, he's got, as of now, he's holding those two offers, and and like you said, he's got big shoes to fill with uh, with uh, Ty Leaving. I'm looking forward to watching them. Obviously, it was Ty Leaving and Ethan Leaving as well. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier in the show when we first got started. You know, these young men and carrying the load for, you know, this upcoming 2018 season. So, you know, you lose a, you lose a Ethan Cash, who was arguably one of the, one of the top uh, quarterbacks uh, in Middle Tennessee. And then you also lose, you know, a Ty Carter as well, too. So I'm looking forward to watching George and seeing him develop and uh, kind of grow from there. I mean, he literally is in your backyard. So I'm looking forward to coming down there and catch a game and maybe barbecue after the game, walk across the street, walk across the street to the house. Well, I'm barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we can uh, we can uh, tailgate right there from the house. Yeah, you know, that'd be that'd be fun. <laughs> you know, you know, Summit, you know, Summit, uh, one of those teams. You know, I think I think I think they're going to rely heavily on their defense this year, the defensive line. Coach Coleman, 
um, alluded to uh, in the media today, and also just from what I saw last year. I mean, that that that, that defensive line got got up some folks. Um, you know what? But I mean, they they are mean and, and nasty and play with a chip on their shoulder. They they are tired of getting of being the uh, talk of the talk of the uh, what do you say losers? Not no more. Not no more. Yeah. Last two seasons yeah. have proved have proved to be very successful for Summit. So uh, I think I think I think they're ready to try to get past uh, what where they go second round playoffs last year. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, they didn't make it. They didn't make it deep into the playoffs. I mean, I believe the depth and the youthfulness of the team um, kind of kind of tripped them up a bit. But you know, yet another year has, has come and gone, and you know, you just kind of learn from your mistakes and you grow and hope to build depth as a lot of the Williamson County coaches uh, talked about uh, last week, you continue to hopefully build that depth and hopefully make a, make a, make a deep push into the playoffs. There we have it. There we have it. Now we're on to number six. Your guy. We are. We me. are. If you could, Evan, uh, go ahead. Let's again do 10 through seven real quick. While I'm getting uh, this gentleman queued up. All right, so we're right down 10 through 7. Okay, 10, number 10, Cornersville Bulldogs, Eli Woodard. Number 9, Bubba Johnson, now the Spring Hill Raiders. Number 8, uh, Mr. Braxton Givens out there at the Gordonsville Tigers. Uh, number 7, George O, we'll call him, like he's a secret agent or something. He just gets the letter O for his last name. Of the Summer Spartans uh, looking to do big things this year with the absence of Ty Carter. Uh... L7, now we're on to number six. Number six. Number six. Let I'll me let, just uh, talk. I'll let you talk about number six. All right, let's talk about this young man here. Uh, he is coming out of uh, Columbia Academy. I'm a big fan of Mr. Uh, Trey Davidson, myself, and I believe it was Josh uh, spoke very highly of this young man. I had a chance to see him play. Uh, once last year, and I said then, um, he well, that, that particular game I saw him play, he was an animal. And, you know, you give him another year of offseason and another uh, another season to go, um, he's going to be very impressive. So our number six uh, coming out of Columbia Academy is uh, Mr. Trey Davidson. He is our number six top running back representing Middle Tennessee. Um Again, big fan of him, big body kid, uh, really good, shifty out of the backfield. Uh, one of the things I did like about him um, are his hands. Uh, very, you know, very, uh, everything that was being thrown to him. Um, and they got a really good squad. You know, Columbia Academy with Lansdale and the rest of the squad down there, they got a really good team. And they, uh, I'm expecting to see them uh, late, late into uh, November this 2018 season and a lot of that I feel like Evan is going to be um, with uh, Trey Davidson uh, running that football, running that rock um, just talking about his numbers Evan he had uh, north of 1800 rushing yards uh, last year he pretty much averaged about 130, 135 uh, yards a game and had a little over uh, north of 15 touchdowns uh, last season uh, he's already uh, been named, in addition to us, um, also with Murphy Fair as well, too, as being uh, one of the uh, preseason All-State teams. And, uh, you know, Murphy does his 
all season, uh, preseason all state team. You know, we're doing our top 10 tonight. And uh, when Murphy released that uh, a few days ago, uh, I've been looking at his list. I was like, Murphy seems to be right on with that two way, uh, that two way bracket. So again, uh, definitely uh, keep an eye out uh, for Trey Davidson, um, big big time uh, ball player. Again, he had uh, again north of 1,800 rushing yards, uh, about 130 yards a game. And um, again, big body. I like him, five nine, uh, good weight to him. You know, great balance. Um, looking forward again to just kind of seeing like, his development over the off season. I haven't had a chance to catch him. Uh, anywhere over the off season, but I know he's been making his rounds. Uh, he kind of reminds me, Evan, if you remember a few years back, um, Seth, Seth that now played that played mm-hmm. at um, that played Seth at uh, Seth Rowland that used to play at um, Ravenwood. Ravenwood. He's now yeah. playing at Tennessee State University right now. Um, big big fan of him. Uh, and obviously, again, going back to uh, Trey, kind of reminded me of a lot of each other. Trey, Trey is a little bit taller, um, and like I said, he's got a very bright future ahead of him down there at uh, Clarksville. I'm not at Clarksville. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Columbia Academy <laughs> is right there. So yeah, keep an yeah, eye out for yeah. him. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man, that deep run that they made it to the playoffs. Uh, semifinals, I believe, uh, lost, 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 lost narrowly in the semifinals, uh, was, was pretty epic for them. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to do it again this year. I hope so. You know, they're hop, skipping a jump down the road for me, so I'd love to go check out uh, some big-time playoff games from them. Uh, this, this is what's playing out to look like their last year in uh, 2A, in Division One 2A. You see, I think this year they're going to be for the 2019 season, we moved up to or moved over, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, to Division II. Uh, so one of the few private schools left uh, playing in the public school uh, division. They're going to do some traveling. Uh, you know, hopefully not too bad for them. You know, they'll be up and back and forth between Nashville and whatnot, uh, playing all the D2, 1A schools. Uh, but, yeah, uh, looking forward to seeing Trey Davidson this year, uh, Charlie Lansdale, uh, and all the boys down there at Columbia Academy. Have you seen that field house, DC? That's an awesome field house. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Very nice. Awesome, awesome field house. Awesome field house. But, uh, yeah, throw out there a little tidbit in there. Uh, on to number five. You ready? I am getting there. Number five. Number five. Wow, this is right down the street from me out here. Out here in Mount Juliet, okay. Top skip of the jump from Mr. DC up there on 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 South Mount Juliet Road. Is that South Mount Juliet Road? Or? No, it's north. It's still North Mount Juliet Road, right? North Mount Juliet Road. North North. I ain't been out. North North. All right. So North Mount Juliet Road. <laughs> uh, this was pretty. This was uh, pretty unanimous for all of us. Uh, Mr. Darius Heilick out there at Mount Juliet Christian Academy. Uh, again, another bruising back. Uh, that put up north of oh wait did he put up north of 2000 last year he put up north of 2000 he was in that uh, race last year for uh, for yardage what do you end up with DC um, 
who Darius ended up, he was north of 2,000. He was right about 21. He was north of 2,100 rush, uh, rushing yards 20, last year. 20, he tweeted us early, 2,200 yards, 31 touchdowns. Uh, 31 to, uh, 232 attempts. That's big. That's big boy. That's big boy football right there. He's a big boy. And one of the things I noticed about uh, earlier, about Darius earlier this season, D.C., up at the uh, OTA recruitment camp, you notice how much faster he's gotten? See, I'm gonna say, I mean, he's, yes. he's toned up a little bit. Uh, you know, his face was, I was like, I thought he might not have been eating, though. Like, Boy, you been eating? You know? Yeah, he's just, <laughs> he's just, toned, just toning up, you know? I was worried about him. And, you know, got the, he got the hair did and everything. Man, he got the, got, got, you know, the hairstyle kids doing wearing that. He's got all that done. He's looking all suave out there, just showing his muscles, showing off his new muscles and stuff. I mean, look at this year. He's about to do something this year. Oh, Darius, how? Ah, yeah. You know, one thing about Darius, I, yeah, I was just about to say that <laughs> he is very agile. Very yes. agile. I, 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 for, for a big boy like him, I like to say, it's like he lost some of that baby, some of that baby fat, some of that baby weight this this off season. But he's very agile. Like he, he's like a gymnast. Like you know, Darius. And it's funny because he actually did it at I think the OTA camp, and then OTA, I think yeah. Coach Davis. Coach Davis almost had an aneurysm uh, <laughs> earlier this spring. Do you remember what I was talking about? At the, uh, uh, yeah, I was standing right next to him. Yeah. At that camp? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, really, that was a little scary. That was a little scary. My, my heart stopped beating there for a minute. But, uh, oh, uh, so, man, Barry. Oh, gosh. That's our boy. But, uh, That's our boy. He knows. Yeah, he knows we love him. Uh, very stand-up, uh, very, very uh, good stand-up kid uh, doing the right things out there at Mount Julie Christian Academy. Uh, got to catch, catch quite a few of those games this year. Hopefully hopefully he stays on the track this year as he did last year. Um, like I said, you know, so so in addition to his performance last year, uh, we, you know, we've been watching him on during the offseason, during camps, uh, uh, during uh, seven-on-seven tournaments, and he's gotten – what looks to us to be a lot faster, uh, a lot shiftier. He's toned up a little bit. Looks like he's lifting some more weight. Uh, and I think he's going to be uh, a very, a very agile two, three-dimensional running back this year. And, you know, he's a beast as well on the defensive side of the ball um, at that linebacker position, uh, that rover linebacker. So, uh, you know, he's a um, very, very talented young man. And he's holding them same thing. Several offers uh, from UTC, Illinois State, uh, just to name a few. I mean, he's 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 the real deal out there. He also has been invited, I believe, so far uh, to the opening. Um, he's also got an offer from Arkansas State uh, as well, too. So, um, you know, Coach Davis has has got a uh, has got a young man out there that's that's legit. Mount Julie Christian Academy. I, it's funny, Evan. You know, back when we were in school uh, at Mount Juliet High School, which some of our listeners may or may not know, uh, Mount Juliet Junior High used to be where we went to junior high, right next to Mount Juliet Christian Academy. And for years, right. MJCA was just kind of like that school in Mount Juliet that no one really knew about. But uh, yep. I have to give a shout-out to Coach Dan Davis and what him and his staff has done uh, out there um, or out here with me at Mount Juliet Christian Academy. And uh, he has built a program that is reputable. Um, you have to definitely uh, plan 
against them and just uh, be on the lookout for them as well, too. I agree. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. All right, where we at? We have the 7 o'clock hour, and we've got our top four. Our top four left to go down. Uh, let me run down. Let me run down the first uh, five through ten first. All right, so I'm going to start with number five. Number five, we just talked about Mr. Darius Halleck uh, running back, 2,000-plus uh, yard running back out there at Mount Juliet Christian Academy, looking to do big things this year. Number six, Trey Davidson, uh, the understatured. Cat back down there at Columbia Academy, Columbia Academy Bulldogs, uh, looking to do uh, some big things this year and repeat repeat his uh, hopefully uh, state semifinalist season again this year uh, with both those kids coming back and ready to show that they deserve to be back in the state playoffs. Uh, number seven, George O, as we call him, out there at Summit Summit Spartans under Coach Brian Coleman. Uh, Finally, finally on that winning streak. Uh, had a couple of senior classes now, and it looks like those guys are poised to do some big things, even though they lost their uh, starting quarterback, Ethan Cash, to the crosstown rival, uh, Indy Eagles. That's going to be a game to see, by the way. So if you guys are in the area during the, I think, week three or four, I got to look again. Uh, make sure you stop by catch that game and see Mr. George O. Uh, take on the Indy Eagles along with some of the Spartans. Uh, number eight, Tim Givens out there at Gordonsville. Uh, our guy, Josh Kelly, our correspondent, Josh Kelly, uh, knew the one highlights this year. Very high on Braxton. Braxton's numbers speak for himself. 23-32, uh, 22-33, something like that, rushing yards. North of 2,000, you, uh, you, you're, you're, you're pie my, you know, if you ask me. So north of 2,000, another north of 2,000-yard rusher, Braxton Givens out there at Gordonsville. We're going to send him out there to check out Braxton this year to see if he continues on his path of uh, of rushing yards this year. Uh, number nine is Bubba Johnson, babyface assassin. I'm down here at Spring Hill High School, Spring Hill, uh, and transferred from Page. Uh, Bubba, again, no, another one of those bruising backs who looks like he's toned up this year and ready to catch some passes out of the backfield in the flats, ready to juke some uh, – Ready, ready to break some ankles, if you ask me. So we'll see. We'll see what Bubba does this year. I'll be checking out a few of those games. And then number 10, of course, down there at Cornersville, Mr. Eli Woodard under the Cornersville Bulldogs and Coach Gerard Randolph. Uh, looking to make another state championship run. Like I said, uh, Mr. Woodard suffered an injury during that 1A state title game. But uh, I'd, say, I'd say if he hadn't got hurt, I think they would have given Greenback uh, a bigger run for for the money than they did. Uh, Greenback, DC and I, we looked up and said, hey, man, Greenback's just tired of coming here three times in a row. They refused to be defeated that game. So hopefully that's the attitude of Cornersville next year going into their playoff run saying, hey, we were here last year. We don't want to come home empty-handed. That brings us around the top ten thus far. We are at number four, Mr. Woodmore. All right, and number four, and, and you mentioned earlier about George O, um, them uh, playing Independence, Evans. That game mm-hmm. is August 24th. Um, that okay. game's going to be at Independence High School. And, Ethan, if you are listening, uh, definitely take a look at our media day because 
Summit wants you. They're looking forward to that game. <laughs> and they said it yes, uh, during the media day. So, Ethan Cash, if you're listening, I hope both of y'all have y'all. I hope both of y'all have it marked on the calendar. I know for sure that might be one game, Evan, that, that, that we might have to make that be our D1 highlights game of the week. But, yep, I think it uh, will be. <laughs> <laughs> So All right, our so we number have, so, so four. We have number four, right? Number four, drum roll. Or do we already say it? I can't remember. I'm so old now. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, number four, Tamario. Mario, what do you want to call him? Mario Pleasant out there at Brentwood Academy. And in DC, I'll tell you the honest truth. Mario, uh, Mario I, I, I know I know not one of his stats. I don't know. Uh, I don't know his middle name. I don't know where he's from, I don't know where he's raised, I don't know where he's born. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I watch him play. I see I see a football player. I see a man, I see a young man who's playing in a system at Brentwood Academy under Cody White that's possibly going to have him four state championship rings by the time he graduates. And, yes. uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? And and, and he's, just, he, I mean, he's just one of those dependable backs every time I watch him play. He is he he is doing the right thing, doesn't make mistakes, uh, and now with the absence of Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson, of course, the uh, uh, wide receiver out there who who, who committed to Vanderbilt, um, who who split time in the backfield and that's wide out and, and and so on and so forth. Uh, with him being gone, we're looking at tomorrow to carry the load. Like I said. So don't 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 ask me how many yards he got. I don't know. It don't don't matter to me. I just know that man's got to do some big things up there at Brentwood Academy. Whenever he goes and plays a cross-town rival, whether it be Innsworth or or Father Ryan, or goes down to Macaulay at Chattanooga and or goes over uh, wherever he goes, I know he's doing the right things and doing big things on the field. Well, just real quick to, to piggyback off what you said, he is definitely. Um, our number four top running back uh, in Middle Tennessee. Um, and I've also got him picked to be a, a Division uh, two, three a uh, preseason All-State. Um, all um, great young man. Had an opportunity to watch him develop and grow over the years. And it's funny, you know, seeing these guys have their opportunity to shine. I think the first time I talked to uh, T. Pleasant, was about two years ago, three years ago. Um, and at that time, um, you know, obviously you had, you know, Cam doing his thing. Um, you you had uh, a few other young men that was uh, in front of him uh, doing their thing as well, too. But talking about his stats, uh, last year he was north of 1,200 uh, rushing yards. He was pretty much averaging about eight yards a carry. Uh, 14 touchdowns on the season and averaged about 134, 135 rushing yards a game. Um, small in statue, but same thing. Shifty, great out of the backfield. Uh, Coach uh, Coach uh, Cody uh, has a system out there at uh, Brentwood Academy, off of 65 there. And um, he buys into that system, does a really good job. Uh, one of his biggest offers that I like uh, for him out there at North Carolina State University with the Wolfpack. Um, again, great young man. Had opportunities to see him develop and grow over the years. Um, 
he's a yes sir, no sir. Again, good good character, young man. That's 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 just something you just cannot coach, you cannot teach. That's just you know who he is. So great upbringing uh, from his family, and again, that's the reason, uh, one of the reasons uh, he made that uh, number number four spot as far as top uh, backs here in uh, Middle Tennessee. And uh, like you said, he's. Scenario uh, T. Pleasant is going to have several rings. He's going to have a handful of rings um, before he leaves uh, Brentwood Academy. And I'm just trying to see if I can get one of them, if you don't mind. So if you're out there listening, T. Pleasant, congratulations to you. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you uh, ball out again for another year as well. DC, you ever DC ever been in a in a debate or listened to a debate in 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 sports? About the best, about the best NFL quarterbacks of all time, and then it comes down to, you know, people talking about Peyton Manning, and they're talking about uh, Tom Brady. You know, Peyton Manning was better, and Peyton Manning did this, and then it gets to the point where you you, you look at Tom Brady's hand, he got all the rings on it, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I feel about <laughs> Mario. <Plutter. laughs> Mario, he was like, oh, oh, so and so did this, and so and so did that, and and Mario holds up his hand and is like, look at the rings. Kiss the rings, right? <laughs> that's yeah. the way I feel. That's the way I feel about Mario Pleasant, man. Yeah, I think I think he's in that system uh, and, and underrated, if you ask me. But I think uh, this year, I think this year is going to prove to be a big time season for him. Number well, three, you can't argue with that, you know. Yeah, buddy. You can't argue. You can't argue with rings at the end of the day. <laughs> mhm. Absolutely. Jake Carver, Jake Carver said, "I disrespect Montana. Forget Montana. Montana only got four rings. <laughs> Brady makes Mon- Brady makes Montana look like, 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 like paperweight." <laughs> well, I'm about to get some about Brady, about that. Brady and Montana. You know, I gotta, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a big Peyton fan, but I gotta give guys show some love to Peyton. I mean, now Peyton was great during the regular season, but just you know, when he got to the postseason. He can never get that uh, get get that W until his towards the end of his career, and uh, luckily enough for him, Peyton left with what two rings? Peyton two. I, think, yeah, I know two. for sure he one with Indy sure one with Denver, right? Okay, yeah, that sounds right. That's right because they beat Indy beat the Bears and, and then Denver beat. Uh, I don't know who they beat, but they won. Yeah, I gotta give my give my. Uh, my my respect to uh, Peyton Manning as well, old Tennessee ball. Yes, sir. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Number three. Coming <laughs> up at number three. It's funny trying to do this podcast, and we, you know, we got Jay and Josh texting us, and amongst some, some other uh, young men texting us as well too. We're we're slowly getting down our list here. <laughs> All right, Josh Kelly reminds us that Denver beat the Panthers, uh, and and Jake Harvey reminds us that that they beat the Panthers. Look here, y'all are younger than us, okay? So just because we don't remember what happened a couple of years ago, don't mean that, all right? So Jay, Jay, Jay and Josh <laughs> there, but Josh was, or Jay would be older, but Josh in his early thirties, he'd be remembering stuff that we can't remember no more. Anyway, uh, wheel number three, what are the top three? Top three. We got special. We got special drum roll for the top three. Anything like that? You want me to go down to top ten again? We got some. Do we got new listeners logging in right now? Jay said he's logging let off. Me take a, he's not going to listen to this last let me, anymore. Let me let me take a look at our uh, 
let me take a look at our map here. Looks like we got some folks from Michigan. Michigan have chimed in. Michigan's listening to us, looks like. All right. We got some people. So, who who in Alaska is listening to us? <laughs> wow, shut up. Alaska. <laughs> Look at Alaska. <laughs> we got, we've got we've, so so we have we have the dashboard in front of us that's for our folks out there listening. It tells us um different states and countries that are, are tuned in to us and listening to us. And we've got somebody from Alaska tuned in right now. Shout out Alaska. All right. So for our folks in Alaska, uh, number 10 was Eli Woodard. Number nine, we have Bubba Johnson. Number eight, Braxton Gibbons. Number seven, George O. is what we'll call him. Uh, number six, Trey Davidson. And number five, Darius Heilig. Uh Number four, Mario slash Mario, Super Mario Pleasant out there at Brentwood Academy. Uh, DC, you tell me when you're ready for number three, and we'll start talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. For, I'm ready for number three. Number three is my dude. I, I had a chance. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready for three. I had a chance right. to uh, check out these boys play. I think we ended up going out to their out to uh, Cane Ridge like three weeks in a row during towards the end of the season for uh, for the playoffs. Um, but yeah, without further ado, we just tweeted it out. I see you out there uh, with his offensive uh, tackle. A guard uh, tweet, tweeting us out talking about yes sir um, number three I have to give a shout out and I'm, I'm a big fan of this young man uh, coming in at the number three spot uh, Devon Starling out there at Cane Ridge with one of our other guys out there uh, Mr. Coach Eddie Woods doing a great great job out there and before we jump into talking about Devin real quick Evan I'm loving the fact that Coach Woods is keeping a lot of those Antioch guys in Antioch. Over the years, the Brentwood Academies, the Innsworths, Barres, um, all the private schools for years would come into Antioch and pull a lot of really good talent. Um, Devin Sterling is one of them. He stayed at Cane Ridge. He's bought into Coach Woods' program. I mean, they were they were in the state championship game last year and and, and made some noise throughout the whole season. And uh, Devin's one that um, definitely deserves to be number three on our list. And just kind of reading off his stats, Evan, um, he was north of 2,200 rushing yards. He had a great, great offensive line. I'm looking forward to talking about the offensive lineman in a few weeks coming up. Uh, but he was north of 2,200 rushing yards. He uh, ran the ball for about seven yards, seven-plus yards a carry, had over 25, 25 touchdowns, and ran for about 153 yards a game. Uh, I, 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 I like this young man. Um, slender, um, great in between the tackles. Same thing as well. He can bounce it outside as well. Um, he was, in addition to... Uh, the quarterback, uh, the, the McCray twins. He was the heart and soul and helped carry um, the Cane Ridge team deep into the playoffs with his rushing, his offensive line. I have to get, definitely give a shout-out to them because all these guys that we mentioned would be nothing without the offensive line. And uh, Devin took advantage of having a really good offensive line and uh, had a great, great 2017 year. I'm looking forward to catching this 2018 uh, campaign and see what see what happens with them. Did you get a chance to watch yeah. him play 
prior to the playoffs? I mean, the state championship? No, no, and I was just about to comment on that. So, so here, so here's what I'll say. All right, so, so you, UJ and Josh, all three very high on Devin. You guys got to see him play multiple times while I was out catching other games. I got to see him in the state championship game, which I'll say this. I'll say this for all for all those listeners out there who have never heard of Devin Sterling because uh, you're not a Cambridge fan or you're not in the area or the first time you got to see them play was on TV at the state championship game, then you don't know about him at all. But Devin was a very effective back throughout the entire season. Uh, what up for Mister Football, right, DC? Um, he was he was up there in the conversation, yes. In the conversation, so here's what I want to see. Here, here is my challenge. Here's my preseason uh, challenge for the Cambridge Ravens. Uh, if you guys get to the playoffs again, and this just comes with age, and you guys had a very young team last year, then you guys are. are, are I'm trying to prep and say all this. You guys were more talented than the Maryville Rebels. Absolutely. What the Maryville Rebels, what the Maryville Rebels had that Cambridge Dutt did not have was age and a little bit more maturity. I saw you guys drop your head very early. Okay, we're going to end this on a positive note, but I just, I, just, I just knew that at any point that you guys were going to make a big comeback and, 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 and hang that thing like Ravenwood did a few years ago, Watch that Ravenwood game from, what was that, 2014, 2015, D.C., the first time that they played Maryville. And then watch yep. the next day. Just just, just, just the way they hung in there and gritted and grinded it out, you guys got to get a little bit more into that, of that to you. A little bit more grit and grind and, and attitude. All you guys are very talented. But when I see you guys get down in a game, I don't want to see the Maryville effect again. I want to see you guys pull out the game and know that you guys are more talented than the team across from you. And we want to see you guys pull out a state championship uh, here soon with Coach Eddie Woods over there. Because uh, I know you guys are talented. But get that, get that, get that moxie about yourself. Get that gumption about yourself to know that, okay, I'm, I'm more talented than the person across from me. And I'm going to prove it right now and not get your head down and keep moving. You know what's funny about that, Evan? It, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. Um, let's just kind of talk about um, Kane Ridge and these guys for a second. So, obviously, Kane Ridge represents that 6A class. And, you know, they got beat, unfortunately, to a more disciplined, memorable team. I'm not going to say more right. athletic because Kane Ridge, no, to me, all. is more athletic. And oh, yeah. saying that, you know, as we've covered football over the years, you, you, you mentioned, and again, make sure it came with, if you guys are out there listening, listen to, this, listen to what I'm about to say. Over the years, we've covered football, and we've seen teams make it to the state championship, get beat, come back the following year or the year after, and win. The two teams that come to mind, as you mentioned already, Evan, was Ravenwood, how, unfortunately, uh, Seth Rowland, and Cole uh, and those guys, uh, Van Jefferson, yeah. Van Jefferson, they lost mm-hmm. the state championship. And then little Chris came back and redeemed Ravenwood 
and won a state championship. That's one that comes to mind. And then uh, the second one that comes to mind, staying in 6A still, is Whitehaven. I think it was yeah. our year one or year two. Whitehaven gets beat to Maryville, comes back the second year in double, if not triple overtime, to come back and win and beat Maryville. So in saying that, the opportunity is there. The best thing that could have happened to you all last year was the experience of you guys getting beat to Maryville. Now, it's not a guarantee that you guys will get there again. Uh, you know, you guys um, caught some good breaks in the postseason. Um, you know, again, you, you guys have, you know, the White Havens, the, the Mount Juliets, um, uh, obviously the Maryville. Um, out there to compete against but again there's nothing you're listening to but this take what you learned last year use that as Evan said as a moxie and say we can do this we're a better team we're more athletic and if you get there which I am I'm hoping that you guys do you know obviously you know we are Mount Julia alum we'd like to see Mount Julia there but uh, <laughs> you know Kane Ridge gets there again you know, you guys were the more athletic team. You were. It's just the mistake uh, that you guys happened to have, um, the experience that Maryville had. And, hey, why not? Why not you all? So, and, you know, again, shout out to Devin Sterling coming in at our number three spot, top running back coming up for the 2018 season. I felt like there I was preaching there for a second, Evan. We, I think I think we were. I think we were. Hey, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what we was doing. Preach to him. <laughs> yeah, these kids are You got to preach to him. Shoot, I got yeah. six year olds. So I, pre- I preach to him every night. Dad, why are you always preaching to me? Because I'm, I'm I'm a preacher. Not really, but you, you got you get kids, you just become a preacher. You you preach all the time. Preach. I guess it's I guess it's our knowledge and wisdom. You know, we've been there. And, you know, in the example that I just gave of Whitehaven and Ravenwood, you know, we've, we've been there. We've already seen it. I'm not quite sure if Coach Woods or any of you guys over there at Cane Ridge were aware of what, of what we just said. But definitely take, take that Whitehaven, take uh, Ravenwood um, as the blueprint. Get back there again and make it happen, man. Yes. We are we are we are we are knowledgeable preacher men, Gandhi type people. We're knowledgeable. Listen to us. <laughs> uh, I'm stupid. All right, DC. So I'm trying to. So so at this moment, I'm trying to. Uh, try, I'm trying to tweet out. I'm trying to tweet out video, a quick little video of our uh, number two selection here. Um, hang on. So I'm gonna start real quick. Well, oh, oh, sorry, hang on. No, hang on. No, 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 no. Hang on. All right. So here well, we while go. You, while you're doing me. while you're doing that, you keep talking. Um, uh, yeah. While while you're getting ready to tweet out, um, our number two guy. Uh, I I, I fell in love with going out to Bellevue and 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 watching this young man, uh, compete play. Um, he 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 was like a joystick out there playing, to be honest with you. I mean, just just to kind of preference him, over 2,600 rushing yards, 34 touchdowns, average 10 yards a carry, 
And I know I know they're going to miss him out there in Bellevue. They're going to miss him out there in Bellevue as he's taking his talents uh, over to uh, Oakland. And what's funny, Evan, as you're getting them queued up, um, we were fortunate to be the first media source uh, to know that he was uh, taking his talents over to uh, Rutherford County. <laughs> the, and, and you remember that, remember this conversation <laughs> that we, we had had with with a family member? We we we, we, it, we it was great. If you're out there listening, uh, we appreciate you letting us know about it first. And uh, we were trying our best to uh, not spoil it because at the time, uh, this young man was like, I don't want anybody really to know about it uh, yet. You know, it's time. We're still trying to get some things, uh, some eyes dotted, some T's crossed. And we knew about it before anybody did, and we just uh, respected his wishes. And then I think it was, what, like three days later, it had hit the media. And we're like, how, how did this happen? Like, I thought we were holding off on this for a second. But uh, it's all good. Uh, you ready to you ready to announce them? Yeah, hang on. I was trying to get the video on there, but that's all right. That's really out there. Y'all done seen him play. If, okay, you know who he is. You know you know who he is by now. You done seen him play. Uh, uh, we're gonna go ahead and tweet it out. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and uh, unleash the hounds there, DC. Okay, so our number two back representing. Oakland High School, by way of Nashville Christian, is the young man who who really doesn't need any kind of introduction, but we'll just go ahead and say his name, uh, Mr. Xavier Myers. And uh, he he was, i tell you what, he was um, a man amongst boys in the 2017 season. Our number one and number two, well, all one through ten were great, but number two, um, Xavier Myers put astronomical numbers up uh, this last season. And um, like I said, he had north of 2,600 rushing yards. He went on to uh, um, have a little over 30, 30 touchdowns uh, for Nashville Christian. And like I said, he is now going out to Oakland right now. And I tell you what, um, Evan, it seems like everybody's going to Oakland right now. <laughs> Oakland is truly Coach Creasy. That that's my guy. That's my dude. Coach Creasy is getting them boys geared up for a run in six A this fall. It, it seems like every day I happen to wake up and there's somebody new going to Oakland, uh, going to play ball. But uh, their <laughs> biggest acquisition, uh, obviously, is Xavier Myers in that running back position. He's coming in at number two as our top uh, running back in Middle Tennessee, so be on the lookout for him as well, and uh, he's bringing his show out to Murfreesboro. He is definitely the price of admission uh, out there in Oakland as well. If, if, if the Oakland Patriots were a politician and they were campaigning for office, their campaign slogan would be Beat Maryville 2018. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Beat Maryville 2018. I'll come. <laughs> and Xavier Myers is answered the call. He's on board with the Creasy train to beat Maryville. I think they can do it this year. Maryville's lost, uh, lost some people. Maryville's uh, lost uh, Isaiah Cobb. They've lost, uh, 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 what's the quarterback's name that uh, Abby Wolf-Wimby was interviewing up there? After the- Dylan Hopkins? Hopkins. Lost him. 
Although, they got another one in the pocket. Now, they got another one in the back pocket. You guys saw him up there at the OTA camp, didn't you? What was the boy's name? Ah, you know, I feel bad. I don't have it right, I don't have it right in front of me right now. But he won uh, top overall uh, MVP of the offensive camp. Um, at the own top athletics camp as well. I tell you what, give me a second. I'll okay. look up. I'm not. Yeah, you, you, I'm not quite I'm sure. The, I'm gonna pull up the D1 highlights page. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure um, if he is going to be the starting. Um, I'm not quite sure if he's going to be the starting quarterback up there. Um, the last time I talked to him at the uh, OTA camp. He was competing uh, to be uh, the starting the starting quarterback out there. And I feel I feel bad. I don't have his name right in front of me right now. I tell you what, the way you guys but, uh, talked about him, if if he if he's not the starter, then I feel bad, or I feel I feel bad for the competition across the way for whoever is the starter because you said you know you guys spoke very highly of this kid, Kane Chambers, right? That's it. Yes, Kay Chambers. Kay, Kay Chambers. That was that was it. Kay Chambers. You guys, so Maribel. Okay, anyone listening down here? Kane Ridge, whoever else, uh, uh, Oakland, who's looking to compete with Maribel. Okay, Dylan Hopkins is gone. Yes. Okay. Kay Chambers is in the pocket. All right. If they got another quarterback better than Kay Chambers, yeah, we're sorry. Yeah. Here we go. There we go. Yeah, so that's that. I tell you what, though, Evan, you know, I think you hit it on the head with, you know, Creasy and uh, his coaching staff out there in Oakland. You know, they, they just could not, even with, the, you know, the Jacoby Stevens, uh, back when he was playing, they just could not get over uh, that hump of, uh, of, of, of Maribel. And, you know, right now, with all these guys uh, heading over to, to Oakland, you know, it seems like they're they're all in. They are they are all in. Um, I tell you what, Xavier Myers um, is a the real deal. B, he could be that one to help them uh, get over the hump. Him and then obviously on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you got Woody uh, Washington who just uh, committed, I believe, to Oklahoma as well. So. You know, the 6A football is just so great. You know, again, I'm biased because I'm a, I'm a Mount Juliet Golden Bear, class of 98. And uh, just the 6A with Cambridge and Maryville and Oakland, Mount Juliet. Uh, yeah. It's just oh, Ravenwood. I mean, even, you know, we were just talking about Ravenwood at the media day, not really even realizing how great of a season they had. And, you know, and for them to, you know, just six day football this this fall, it, it's going to be fun to watch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna stretch. I'm gonna stretch real quick before we get to our number one guy. But yeah, check out Xavier Xavier Myers. Uh, represent Oakland High School. Comes in at our number two back. Um, and while you're stretching. Evan, uh, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll run down uh, two through nine with just real quick while we've got our All listeners right. out there from Alaska to Michigan to Florida. Oh, got some mm-hmm. folks mm-hmm. there in Connecticut and Maine listening to us. All right, so number 10, Cornersville, running back Eli Woodard, 
number nine, Bubba, Babyface, Assassin Johnson at Spring Hill. Number eight, Braxton Gibbons out there at Gordonsville uh, High School. Shout out to Braxton. He's tuned in to us. Gives us a shout out earlier. Uh, number seven, uh, Go, G-O, George O. I don't want to mess that up, uh, but George out there at Summit, shout out to him. Uh, he just uh, retweeted us or tweeted us uh, earlier as well, coming in at that number seven spot. Number six, uh, Big Trey Davison down there at Cl- uh, Columbia Academy. I keep wanting to say Clarksville, but uh, Columbia Academy <laughs> at number six. Uh, number five, um, my guy. Darius Hollick right down the street from me out here in Mount Juliet. Darius Hollick at number five. Number four, T. Pleasant, Tamario Pleasant, uh, representing Brentwood Academy, comes in at number four, top running back by D1 Highlights in Middle Tennessee, followed by number three, Devon Starling, coming out of Cane Ridge High School. Uh, representing uh, out there for Coach Eddie Woods at that number three spot. Number two, we just announced he's one of Creasy's boys, um, Xavier Myers, who's representing the number two spot for D1 Highlights top uh, running backs in Middle Tennessee, if not dare say the state. And then lastly, we got number one. I got ready to go out, D.C., you got it ready to go out? I got it ready to go out. This, this, this young man, it's it's funny. It's a small world. So I did not know that I knew his father. Me and his father played ball together back when I was a kid uh, in Old Hickory. Um, Don't nobody care about that old school stuff. Don't nobody that, care about that old Hickory Bulldogs. Who's the number one spot? I, I didn't know. <laughs> I did not know this was his son. I haven't kept up. So his his, his father's name is Dinky. That's that's what we used to call him back in the day. Um, and back 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 in the day, old Hickory, uh, we used to be called. Some, I used to run with some guys named OJ and Gary Childress. Um, juice. Back in the day, yeah. we used to be juice. Yeah, we, we don't, OJ went on to play football at uh, Clemson, and then went on to play for the Giants for a few years before he got hurt. But uh, we used to be called the Hopewell Boys, and I used to run up a lot of the Hopewell, the Hopewell clan back in the day. But come to find out, I ran into a friend of mine, uh, and it was like, yeah, I, you know, I see y'all doing y'all thing in D1 Highlights. I saw y'all posted this young man the other day. You know whose son that is. I was like, nah, whose son is that? They were like, man, that's Dinky's son. That's Dinky's little boy. And I was like, get, the, get out of here. For real, Dinky? From now, oh, so, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What you say? Uh, Dinky, D-I-N-K-Y D-I-N-K-Y, yep Dinky's little boy That's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tag that in the tweet Dinky's little boy Dinky's little now. boy <laughs> <laughs> I, I, But I was Dinky. tripping Because so, so You remember uh, Red Waller, right? Red, you know, grew yep. up with us yep. Red, again, he was out there Old Hickory, Mount Juliet, Hopewell uh, So I ran into him at the Congress uh, I think Mount Julian, he was like, yeah, man, y'all doing the thing on D1 Highlights, keep it up. And I saw you posted the other day uh, on Dinky's Boy. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was his son. So anyway, so anyway, number one, top running back uh, by D1 Highlight Standards in Middle Tennessee, 
is Mr. Dewan Hewitt coming in at the number AKA, one spot. AKA Dinky Little Boy. Dinky, Dinky Little Boy. boy. <laughs> That's Dinky Little Boy. Hey. <laughs> I like that. I like that. As a matter of fact, DC, I'm a. As a matter of fact, you know, my boy plays up at FRA. Uh, they got them the first game of the season uh, at Davidson. Uh, I told my son, I said, hey, man, you better watch out for uh, Mr. Hewitt coming through that line. I was like, you got to be ready to hit because he comes through. He hey, he put a he put a hurt. They, he put a hurt on FRA last year. Uh, I, I told him, I told, I told, I told all the boys, all right, but man, that boy beat y'all. I was like, y'all can't let that happen next year. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm gonna be at that game. I'm gonna be at that game, and I'm gonna be on the sideline and with with, with the FRA Panthers. And uh, every time Mr. Hewitt would do something, I'm gonna be like, I think it's little boy whooping y'all's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think you little boy. Uh, y'all gonna let y'all gonna let somebody oh, named Dinky little boy whoop up on y'all like that? Oh man, two years in a row. Come on, FRA, <laughs> FRA, get your big boy pants on. Or Dinky little boy, gonna get you first first game of the season. Y'all got some top That's prospects funny. out there. Let's show them what's up. <laughs> I like actually, it. I like actually, it. I'm actually tweeting out right now. Uh, Mr. Dewan Hewitt comes in at number one as our top running back in Middle Tennessee, aka Dinky's little boy. Dinky's little boy. There it is. There it is. DC. I'm officially putting together <clears throat> the uh, the top ten running backs in the Mid States post. On our D1, www.d1highlights.net website that I will release uh, later this evening for everyone's reference. Um, and then we will also, uh, I'll put some photos and some video in there with it. Jay, Jay, Jay sent me some kind of top-notch CIA encrypted video of uh, Mr. Myers running the rock earlier. So I'm going to have to decode that like I'm the FBI or something before I put that on there. And uh, we'll put that up there. And then... Uh, how much time we got left? We got 13 minutes left in D.C. So let's run down the list of top 10 again. And then let's talk about our up-and-coming backs that we had on our big list, we had on the big list, and that, that everybody fought over for the first couple of days of this. So we finally whittled out and whittled down to our top 10 like we just told you. <clears throat> um, and then we'll go about it that way. And then we'll say goodnight to all our friends and see you guys uh, again soon. So, uh, number one, number 10, number 10, we had uh, Eli Woodard from Cornersville. Number nine, we had Bubba Johnson from Spring Hill. Number eight, Braxton Gibbons from Gordonsville. Number seven, George O. from the Summit Spartans. Uh, Number six, Trey Davidson from Columbia Academy. Number five, Darius Halleck from MJCA, Mount Julian Christian Academy. Number four, Mario, Super Mario Pleasant from Brentwood Academy. Number three, uh, Devin Sterling from Cambridge Ravens. Number two, Mr. Xavier Myers uh, out there at his new home at Oakland, the Patriots, and Coach Creasy. And number one, top mid-state running back, according to your friends over here at D1 Highlights, is Mr. DeJuan Hewitt out there at Davidson Academy. Looking to put a bruise on people again this year. And, uh, there you have it. If you guys don't like it, 
You can stop listening. You can kick us out. We don't care because we're on our own bus. But if you don't like it, let us know. Hey, we want to hear what you guys think. We want to hear what you guys see. We want to see what you guys see. Hear what you see. Same thing. Um, on, a, on a regular basis, you guys get at us on Twitter at D1 Highlights. Get at us on Instagram at D1 Highlights underscore uh, TN. Then, of course, feel free to message us on uh, the uh, website as well and on the blog spot for all you parents and coaches out there listening on Facebook as well at D1 Highlights. Uh, DC. Yeah, man. Shout out to Davidson Academy out there retweeting uh, Mr. Duan uh, Hewitt on his way to Purdue University to be a Boilermaker. Um, real quick, too, Evan, if I could, one thing that we have forgot. Um, if you did not get a chance to, we were the first to break um, our guy representing Lebanon High School, Mr. Uh, Zion Loeb. Um, is taking his talents uh, down to Athens, Georgia. Um, so uh, shout out to On Top Athletics, uh, Coach Mo Thompson, uh, Coach Job as well. You uh, helped getting this young man ready to go for his next chapter of his life. Um, and again, if you didn't get a chance to see it, um, go to our. Uh, you can follow it on our page at d1highlights.net, or you can see it on Twitter. Uh, as well, and just again, want to give a quick shout out to Zion. Um, looking forward to a great season from you and leading your team uh, over there in Wilson County, Lebanon. So again, shout out to Zion Logue going to Georgia Bulldogs. I was hoping he was going to go to UT as a UT fan. Jay just texted talking about let's talk about them sorry balls. I don't know who he's talking about. I'm a Florida yeah. State fan. Who is Florida? Who is Florida State's coach? It's like Willie Taggart. Willie Taggart. Taggart. That's all I'm talking about. Talent. Talent. Taggart. That's his name. <laughs> oh, man. All right. There you have it. Hey, so let's jump into this list. We got about, we got about 10 minutes. Let's jump into this list that we had of up and, up and coming back to keep you out for this year. Who, hey, who knows? This season, they may be on top. Um, that may be on top of the list. Uh, we may do this again uh, probably maybe mid-season, maybe week five, to see where we're at with our list and our potential list. Um, D.C., real quick, remind me of the young man's name that I don't think we put in here. Remind me of the young man's name uh, from Friendship, who's taken over for Speedy. Is it Justin Seagraves? Oh. Seagraves, and then they've got – they've actually – they're going to be a uh, a team that's going to have um, a stable of backs back there. But Seagraves is one of them, yes. All right, so Seagraves was on our list uh, of, of, of up and coming backs. Do we just, just want to run down the whole list of names or do we want to comment on everybody or what we want to do? we got a lot here. we got to see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Roughly, what, 15 names here that 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 we that we all kind of debated on. Um but watching Seagraves in the state championship game along with, uh, you know, it's kind of compliment Speedy was exciting. So we're excited to see what he does next year. Uh, I'll go to you go. So you go, and then I'll cross these off on our list as we go. So Justin Seagraves was one. All right. Uh, up there representing Clarksville High School, Mr. Uh, Joshua Watts. And actually, he actually, I, I was messaged him earlier this uh, this afternoon, and he he replied back. But Joshua Watts up there at Clarksville High School, 
Um, he had 403 returning yards, three of them for touchdowns. Uh, he had north of 1,100 all-purpose yards, returner of the year, first team all-region, all-area first team. Joshua Watch uh, was one of the young men that was on our uh, that was on our, uh, our list as well. All right. Also on our list, very high on our list, uh, debatable whether or not we were going to put him in the top ten or not. Uh, another back that has switched schools this year from Rossview up to Crosstown Rival Northeast. Uh, there with Coach Chad Watson and uh, Mr. Fred Orr. Fred Orr uh, put on a, a clinic uh, enormously uh, to the point where we're really considering him probably to be one of the top backs in the mid-state, if not the state, before the end of the year. He's got a really good core of linemen in front of him. He's got one heck of a leader back there, and he's Williams uh, touching the ball every down at quarterback. Uh, and then, of course, Mr. Watson up there leading the pack. Uh, guys, before I forget, we apologize for uh, your spring practice video not coming out uh, as of yet. Uh, we've been super busy. Life, uh, you know, life, you know, life takes a hold of you. But uh, we're going to release that soon, and we're going to call it a preseason video instead. All right. So either way, y'all can get an inside look of the Northeast Eagles uh, and Mr. Orr and Mr. Williams up there uh, and Coach Chad Watson. Uh, to see what they're going to talk about this year. We expect them to make a lot of noise this year. All right, that was long enough. Okay, yes. so go ahead, DC. <laughs> uh, next, we've got um, right around the corner for me, Mr. Reggie Grimes. And if it's anything like uh, his dad, Mr. Mister Grimes, he's going to be a bad He's gonna be a bad boy. He's already a bad young man. But um, Reggie's about 6'3", 6'4", 245, 255. Uh, coming out of that backfield, I mean, I, I'm on the sideline, and I get out of the way when he's coming through, coming through there. But uh, Reggie Grimes, big boy, um, is yeah, big boy. His, his dad played at Hunter's Lane. Uh, his dad's about a year or two older than us. He was a year or two older than us back in our Mount Julia days. His dad played at Hunter's Lane, went on to play at Alabama. He's now um, over there at Mount Juliet. Um, doing big things there at the running back position. So be on the lookout for Reggie Grimes, up and coming, uh, young, still young. He's got, he's got another year uh, to develop. And uh, I would not be surprised, honestly, Evan, if Mr. Grimes, uh, Reggie Grimes, um, is not going to be discussed. I, I won't be surprised if he's not discussed as a potential Mr. Football uh, before his high school career is over with. Truth. Gotcha. Absolutely. Okay. Next on our list that we considered very highly, uh, who we expect to have a huge year, based off experience, Mr. Blake Watkins up there at Smyrna. Blake Blake has been on B-Dub. our radar. It feels, man, it feels like he's been on our radar for 10 years. I mean, shouldn't he be in college or in the pros or something by now? I mean, Blake <laughs> has been doing big things. Blake, Blake has been a good, a consistently great, good player for a number of years. He's going to a senior year this year. And uh, this is, I think this is Blake's do or die year. Blake and the Smyrna Bulldogs, uh, you know, always, always get right there at the playoffs and just, just can't, just can't, just can't pull it out. But uh, for some reason, I think that this year may be um, a good year for Mr. Blake Watkins. That was what he mentioned um, in D1 Highlights Magazine um, a couple of months ago. Uh, so you guys be on the watch out for Mr. Blake Watkins, running back, athlete up there at Smyrna, Smyrna Bulldogs. 
Good, good stuff. How much time do we have left, Evan? I just want to make sure we're, uh, we're still good. Yeah, about four minutes get left. cut off. About, about four minutes. Four, about minutes, four minutes, okay. minutes, yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, real quick, uh, going out to uh, North Nashville, Pearl Cone, uh, Marion Liggett. I'm hoping I'm saying your name right. Uh, Marion Liggett. You know, Pearl Cone has always had a stable full of bats. Um, he is the one that is uh, on course, from what I'm hearing to uh, be the lead back uh, this year. Uh, so looking forward to uh, him. I had a chance to watch him play twice last year. So looking forward to him again, Marion Liggett out of Pearl Cone. All right, next on the list, we had Mr. Colton Dooley out there, knows the Knights. Uh, he, he, he is one of those seniors coming up, D.C., that was part of that split and has shown signs of life. Uh, I, as far as back as I can remember, ever since last year's preseason when I got a chance to see them scrimmage FRA, uh, very shifty, quick back. Uh, again, you know, just 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 not having that huge team behind them. Him, Mr. Wharton over there, uh, I think I think has proved uh, it's a reason why he hasn't just broke out enormously yet. I think this year could be that year with them getting a taste of the playoffs last year, winning the game last year in the playoffs. Uh, and then under the leadership of Mr. Derrick out there, Mr. Paul Derrick, I think that the Nolan Knights and Colton Dooley are going to excel fastly this year. Yeah, he was uh, – I had a chance to watch his highlight films the other day before we went to the media day. And uh, other than him, you already saying, speaking very highly of him, uh, watching his highlight film, I was like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna make some. They're gonna make some noise uh, this year, considering they had a chance to smell the playoff uh, last year at four and six. They're gonna do some big things this year. So looking forward to seeing old Colton uh, Dooley as well. Shout out to uh, Rhino. We, we see you chimed in, uh, just saying that uh, uh, Justin Seagraves is poised to have a big year. And again. Uh, you know, everybody couldn't make the list. That's why we're going through the up-and-coming backs as well right now. Um, one that I, I like a lot um, out of Hillsboro High School is uh, Harold Jamison, Jr. Um, he came on and uh, burst on the scene about two years ago. At the time, he was playing at uh, Glencliff High School, then took his talents over to Hillsboro. Um, had to just kind of sit back and watch um, a very good Jacob Frazier uh, do his thing last year. But uh, from what I'm hearing, I believe Harold um, is going to be uh, stepping in to fill that void. Um, they've got, obviously, uh, a lot of uh, athletes out there at Hillsborough. they got a stable. Um, but the one that stands out to me um, is uh, Mr. Harold Jamison. Again, I had a chance to see him at the On Top Athletic Camp about two years ago. Uh, that was the year that uh, uh, we discovered Jarius Johnson, who played at Franklin County, who's now going to UT Martin at running back. Um, both of those two guys were neck and neck as far as talent to me two years ago. So I'm looking forward to a big year from uh, Harold Jamison Jr. out there at Hillsborough. All right. You see, we got about we got about 50 seconds before we sign off. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to name off one more on our up-and-coming list, and then we can uh, say our goodbyes. And what I'm going to do uh, is I'm going to put this list of up-and-comers along with our list on the website of our top ten. That way uh, you got some film, and then we'll shoot them out. So our last up-and-comer that we had up-and-coming for 2018, uh, Mr. Darian Burns up there at Dixon. 
hadn't seen him play a whole lot, but we did get to watch a lot of his camp season up there with OTA. Uh, very big young man, uh, 6'1", 6'2". He has the second best football name in the state of Tennessee behind Zion Lowe, but we won't hook out against him. <laughs> Ten seconds to go, all right? So, hey, we're DC. I'm Evan. We're signing out. D1 Highlights. Appreciate y'all joining us. We'll talk to y'all later this year. See ya. Yeah!